NASA's Artemis SLS moon rocket is back on the pad for another launch attempt following minor repairs to the rocket. The 322-foot-tall rocket departed the hangar in the middle of the night and completed the four-mile trek shortly after sunrise. NASA is aiming to launch the rocket on November 14th, sending an empty Orion crew capsule around the moon and back in a flight test before astronauts go around the moon on Artemis II. And when the launch vehicle left the VAB, the Vehicle Assembly Building, it took a slight pause so engineers could reconfigure the rocket for the rest of the journey along the way to the launch pad. I want to show you this tweet from NASA's exploration ground systems. They are the people in charge of making sure that everything on the ground works before the rocket goes up into the sky. As a look behind the scenes at Launchpad 39B, upgraded from Apollo and shuttle for NASA SLS, you can see the lightning protection towers standing 600 feet tall and the water tower, which holds 400,000 gallons of water to dampen the roar of 8.8 million pounds of thrust at liftoff. Hurricane Ian sent the SLS rocket back to the vehicle assembly building, where the engineers replaced some batteries, fixed some things, and also got it ready for another rollout after the hurricane because they had to safe the rocket. They had to get it inside because they didn't know what the hurricane would do to it. Before they went back to the vehicle assembly building, there were hydrogen leaks on the pad. So that means that the rocket couldn't launch with those leaks. During this moon mission, the Orion space capsule will have three dummies inside of it. One is a full torso, and the other ones are torsos with a head and no arms and no legs. And these test dummies will be gathering data about what it's going to be doing to the human body on the way out of the Earth's atmosphere, going around the moon, and then entering the atmosphere again. So we'll find out if the Artemis rocket, the SLS system, and the Orion can work together to make sure that humans can safely go around the moon and come back. Because the Artemis 2 mission, that's when people are going to be going around the moon. Could you please hit the subscribe button and the like button? because it'll help out the channel a little bit, but it'll also help you out because YouTube will see that you did that and they'll start recommending you more spaceflight content from NASA and SpaceX and all the other spaceflight creators out there, not just myself, but other people that you might be interested in. So thanks so much for that. And let's get back to the content. The Artemis 1 SLS launch is going to be absolutely spectacular. It's going to be a nighttime launch. So it's going to be brightening up the sky like the sun is flying up into the atmosphere. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. NASA will have tons of cameras around the area. So if you watch the live stream, you'll be able to see everything as if you were right there. And also it'll be even better because they'll have the close-ups of the engines, of the rocket, of everything else. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You want to see when this thing launches. Now, it's going to be a 25-day, 11-hour, 21-minute mission. So almost a month-long, very specific mission times. November 14, 2022 is the launch date. It's going to go 1.3 million miles during this flight. And it's going to be going 24,500 miles per hour when it comes back into Earth's atmosphere. 
It's going to skip off first atmosphere, and then it's going to uh, it's going to shed a little bit of speed there, and then it's going to go back into the atmosphere, and then it'll land off the coast of uh, California near San Diego in the Pacific Ocean. So it's going to be getting down to about 15 miles per hour, and then it's going to slow down to about five miles per hour before it splashes down. It's from 25,000 miles an hour to about five miles an hour. Think about that increase and decrease of speed that's happening during that flight. That's absolutely incredible. It's going to be splashing down September 9th of 2022, and it's going to be a kind of a landmark launch and this whole mission, because once this is complete and once they go through the data, NASA scientists and engineers will go through this data and they'll show that Artemis 2 is ready to go. That's when people go around the moon. Artemis 3, of course, people land on the moon, like we said before. But if this works out perfectly, we will be sending people around the moon for the first time since the Apollo program in a NASA rocket. They're going to be going around in the Orion capsule uh, in Artemis 2. Now, Artemis 3, people will be landing on the moon. And future Artemis missions will see people living and working on the moon's surface in moon bases, and they'll be getting there with the SLS rocket, the Orion capsule, and also SpaceX's Starship HLS version. Now let's talk about what NASA has to say about Starship. Late last year, SpaceX was planning to launch Starship for an orbital flight test. Now this would be the huge booster. It's about 250 feet tall. And the Starship itself, which is about 150 feet tall, it's the largest rocket that will ever fly if this actually happens. They planned on doing it last year, but the FAA stepped in and there was an environmental assessment for the Boca Chica launch facility. About a year later, about now, NASA came through and said they expect Starship to launch no earlier than early December of this year. So we can see possibly a Starship launch by the end of the year, possibly before Christmas. And if that happens, SpaceX will be right on track for the HLS mission with the Artemis program. NASA and SpaceX have been working together for a long time. They've been launching astronauts on a Falcon 9 rocket with the Crew Dragon capsule to the International Space Station for years now. And NASA is depending on SpaceX to be able to get the Starship program up to speed. I want to show you this real quick about what NASA thinks about Starship and the YES program right now. Right now, we know that SpaceX is testing the Starship program down in Boca Chica in Texas. One of the major hurdles for SpaceX to overcome is all the testing they have to do on Starship. This is the most difficult engineering project in spaceflight history. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The FAA also has their say in this because they have to approve this rocket to fly. If the FAA doesn't approve the first flight of SpaceX's Starship, there could be delays for months, possibly a year, until SpaceX complies with the FAA. SpaceX and the FAA have been working together for years as well with the Falcon 9 program and the Falcon 1 program. 
I believe it's going to be kind of a seamless transition from where they are now in the testing to actual orbital flight test capabilities. This is an interesting and really cool time for spaceflight, so I want to know what you think. Leave a comment down below if you think the SLS program, the Artemis 1 launch, will happen on time on November 14th. Or do you think they're going to push it back further? Do you think they're going to have more hydrogen leaks? And if so, do you think they're going to be able to mitigate those circumstances and actually launch the SLS system with the Orion on top of it around the moon by the end of this year? And if they don't do that, when will they launch that thing? I'm not sure. They have a lot of opportunities in the next couple months for the launch of the SLS program. So we'll see what happens. But let me know what you think down below. If it's going to work out, Give it a thumbs up too. Thanks so much. I appreciate it and have a great day. Hey, if you made it all the way to the end, congratulations. That's awesome. Now here's a few links over here that way somewhere that uh, you can check out some more about the Artemis program and the journey to the launch of the uh, first flight of the SLS rocket.